0: If you're looking to go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur, you've come to the right place. This is the Next Simple Step Podcast. I'm Paul Goldsmith. I'll tell you how I did it and how you can do it too. It's simple. The only difference between a entrepreneur and an entrepreneur is there are people willing to pay what you have to offer. And the way you figure this out is have a clear offer. What is it that you are looking to do? What problem are you looking to solve in the world? There's lots of great ideas, but those ideas might not be something people are willing to pay for, or they might not be a problem people are willing to spend money on. And so the first thing you have to do is get really clear about what it is you are creating and keep it as simple as possible. That's part of the challenge where, a lot of entrepreneurs sit around dreaming up the ideal product, the ideal service that has all of the features and they're the Amazon.com of the world. But Amazon didn't start the way it is today. It actually had a different name when it originally got started by Jeff Bezos. It was called Cadabra. They renamed it Amazon, but the first product offering were just books. He proved one market first. Before they started offering everything in the world, they had to niche down to one thing and prove the model build a customer base and then expand from there and thus the greatest way for you to get started on the entrepreneurial journey is have one simple minimum viable product or mvp for short you know my wife is a music teacher and she can offer piano lessons and there's a clear demand for that so she gets customers anytime she puts that offer out there and then it's just a matter of scaling up her price if she has more demand than she has time for, which is exactly the case right now, so she's limited the number of students she can take on. Now, the only way for you to find out if there's demand for what you have to offer is when you're first going out there into the world, it's helpful to put it out there for free. See if there are people willing to take you up on that offer. If they don't want what you have to offer for free, then the issue clearly is not price. And you have to niche down until people are eager to buy your product or service at zero cost because it still costs them time. And that's the most precious resource, ultimately is someone's time and attention. We're all in the attention economy. And so to get somebody to pay attention to what it is you're offering, then that's a valuable thing. And the only thing you'll ask for in exchange if somebody takes you up on your free offer is that they give you a testimonial, they'll give you feedback, and that feedback you can use to improve your MVP. This is really important, this is where people get stuck, but it's also something you can do in the next 90 days. Kickstart your process of becoming an entrepreneur by figuring out what that MVP is, and then finding out where people hang out online or in person that have that particular issue. Now it really helps to focus on something you're uniquely good at because you'll actually stick to it and your probability of success skyrockets. If you're not particularly interested in the thing you're offering, you're just doing it for the money. That's really hard to get started. Not impossible, but your chances of success are a lot lower than if it's something you would be willing to do for free if there was no one paying for it. But of course, as an entrepreneur, The goal is that you create value that people are willing to pay for. Otherwise, it's a hobby and that's cool, but just be really clear about what your goal is. If your goal is to be an entrepreneur and make money, then we really have to get started with refining our minimum viable product and then finding the product market fit. So what's the market for the product you have to offer? Once you get those two things figured out, then it's a matter of scale. You have people taking you up on your offer for free, then it's time charge. So be really clear about the beginning of the engagement, the end of the engagement, what done looks like, and then having repeat customers is really important in business. And so of course you would say, if someone found what you had to offer valuable, ask them if they would like to do it again or buy another product. That's really important that after you clear the hurdle of people wanting what you have to offer, then Really be ready with your pricing structure and scale up to a more valuable product offering as you go. There is no sense in coming up with the most premium ideal product in the world and planning for years upon years. The time to get started is now. A lot of people think about New Year's resolutions. And of course, we know those don't have very good rates of success because Everybody has all these ideals, but we live in the real world. And the real world is nothing changes if nothing changes. There's no sense in waiting for January 1st to get started. Start right now where you're at, and then every week move forward, refining your product, refining your marketing, refining what it is you're offering to people until you have people taking you up on it. There are seasons I've learned in any business where you apply the gas and then the brake, the gas and the brake, because you don't want to grow too quickly. That's not most people's problem. However, most people, they have inertia. They just need to get started and get that momentum going. But after you get the momentum going, every, I would say, quarter, it's great to stop down and review what's working, what's not, how you can be more efficient, how you can increase your value, and make sure that you don't grow too fast, too quickly, and spread too thin because once you have enough paying customers and you're paying yourself, hire other people to complement your skill set so you can stay in what you're uniquely good at. And say you're really good at creating the product offering, but you're terrible at bookkeeping or you're not great at marketing. Well, hire somebody that's awesome at those things and so you can stay in your unique ability. That's really essential. That really helps things flow a lot better. Somebody said to me early on, do you want to be a solopreneur or an entrepreneur? And it occurred to me that really my ceiling is quite low. I can only work so much and then I'm out of bandwidth. I'm out of time. I'm out of resources. But if I surround myself with other very capable people, we can go much further, much faster if we're all working in our unique gifting. Just take it one step at a time, figuring out what that minimum viable product is and get started. You don't have to wait because if you can't get somebody taking you up on your offer within the first 60 to 90 days, you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what it is that is not worth somebody taking you up on that for free. Find other people that are offering a similar product or service, and find out what their ask is. Ignore the price at first, but like how exactly is their sales process? How are they getting leads? And then you can kind of learn what kind of things work and, uh, and go from there. And so if you're needing some help just getting started or you've started but stopped 100 times, well, it's time to go that 101st time because consistency is key for accomplishing anything great. And we all need guides and help along the way that definitely helps you go a lot further. So if you're looking for a coach, you can sign up for a free discovery coaching call now at nextsimplestep.com. And I would be honored to help you get started on your journey going from wantrepreneur to entrepreneur. Thanks for listening to the next Simple Step podcast. I'll talk to you next time.